What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, First Ballot Sports. We're back on the airwaves doing some podcasting for you peoples. Um, this is going to be called uh, Three Guys and a Couch because we've got three guys and there's also a couch here. But uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit of sports. But uh, we're going to start things off to uh, Craig Cook with uh, today's fun fact of the day. Yeah, breaking news just in. Um, Larry King has filed for divorce from his seventh wife. Uh, which is that's that's news, impressive. That's news within thirty minutes on on the Twitterverse. So, um, whoever is collecting his retirement funds, God bless that young lady. This <laughs> looks like this woman's about thirty years younger than he is, so. as it should be. Yeah. Uh, well, we got. Uh, I'm Andrew Menzer. Uh, you just heard Craig Cook's voice, and the uh, third guy uh, who is actually sitting on the couch is Tyler Cook, and uh, he's also here. What's up, Tyler? How's it going? Hey, by the way, not related. Craig Cook, Tyler Cook, uh, yeah. yeah. Just wanted those, to get that out of For those of you who don't actually know, they are not related. But, He's the uh, better looking one. That's absolutely true. Well, um, this is going to be a little bit different than some of the other ones we've done. I know we've done um, the Tank Awakens. You recognize Craig from that. Um, Maybe, because you can actually hear me now. Yeah, yeah, we are actually... <laughs> so hopefully. Do you hear me now? Hopefully you can hear me now. <laughs> We're actually live with uh, all of us together, which is pretty cool. So the uh, sound quality should be a little bit better for you guys, um, as well as some other things. But obviously, uh, race day wrap-up, Andrew Brooks has been doing that. That's been pretty much the only thing that's been coming across the feed as of late, doing a great job with that. Um, I believe he got a sponsor with uh, Throwback uh, Hats. Yeah, the Greenville company. Yeah, Throwback Hats. Kudos to Brooks yeah, for pursuing yeah, so, that. And that's amazing. They got some really cool stuff that's out big time. there. So that's big time. shout out to Brooks for doing his thing out there. White, yeah. lightning. White lightning. So check out the uh, race day um, wrap up Instagram, Twitter. He's real active on that to find out more about the uh, the hats that he's representing uh, currently. But um, to get into a little bit more today, we're going to be talking uh, mostly NFL. Uh, going to dive in a little bit. Uh, obviously, Carolina Panthers were all based out of Charlotte. But there's a lot of crazy shit going on in the NFL overall, so we're going to dive into that as well. Um, on that note, uh, we're going to go ahead and get uh, get this thing started. Tom. See what I did again. TV eat him up. Gotta get it, I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition I gotta get it, I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition I gotta get it, I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition I gotta get it, I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition I'm blowing vicious ever, we hear my thoughts brewing No time for beef, that's right, guys. So uh, everybody knows we got uh, season three or uh, the third preseason game coming up here against the Patriots. Um, can we expect Cam Newton to get a good, good, some good field time this game? I mean, he hasn't been out there since. I think personally, uh, keeping Cam out is smart. I don't think that there's any reason to put Cam in any kind of unneeded. Injury uh, mm-hmm. opportunity. The biggest thing for the Panthers this season is going to be keeping that shoulder right. is healthy, uh, being able to throw those 50-yard bombs to, uh, I know we were talking a little bit off the air on Curtis Samuel about how he can be kind of 
the could be end up being the guy for the Panthers this year, especially on the deep route, doing some cool things with that. And, you know, just stretching the field a little bit while McCaffrey's running around underneath, uh, as well as uh, I think DJ Moore is going to be doing a lot of that too. But they also kind of have to find out about their current backup situation mm-hmm. as well a little bit. So I think a couple of uh, a couple of series for Cam will be kind of about all we see mm-hmm. on how you guys kind of feel about that or if you've seen anything additional on the uh, Twitter sphere or uh, on uh, on Reddit posts or anything. You know, all the fun, subreddits all, are yeah, all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff we look at for information on uh, on our favorite team. But mm-hmm. do y'all see anything on that? So. I think if he comes out and has a eight-play, 75-yard touchdown drive, he's done. Get him out. I think that's all we need to see. That's all we need to <laughs> I see. I just got to see if like, he can throw see, the like, ball just, on a dart. Give me like give me a touchdown drive on that first drive. If not, if they come out, go three and out, then bring him out for another series. Right. Um, test that arm out because that shoulder is pertinent to our success this year. If his shoulders, his shoulders anywhere screwed, and he's had some trouble, you know, with health issues in the past. Especially with his his throwing arms and his upper body. So if that if that shoulder if he comes out and touchdown drive first drive that's it. Don't even see anymore. I wouldn't want to see anything else other than that either. I I think that you that's know the we, biggest that's what we want to see the big yeah yeah give me that touchdown yeah. drive. Give me that. Let me ish I want, now. I want to drink the Kool Aid immediately. I want to see him come out and hit that Superman pose. Let us know yeah. that Cam's still there. Give a then, ball to the kids yeah, and let's get off the field. Absolutely. <laughs> you know he's always kind of been criticized on his accuracy. Uh, local um, Mac Attack radio show here is saying that. Uh, He's overthrowing the ball in practice, which, you know, as a accuracy wise, uh, you know, he's always kind of been that way. But hey, after shoulder surgery, wouldn't you rather have see him overthrowing players rather than underthrowing? The biggest thing, uh, people are going to take a bunch of, and Jimmy Garoppolo is one who's been getting a bunch of shit on this on the internet the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. It's practice, people. There's stories about Aaron Rodgers from a couple of years ago where he just, he's just trying things out, and all he does in practice is, throws the ball up to his receivers just to see who he can trust once the game day comes around. Like, these guys, they try... It's it's almost like uh, spring training baseball pitchers. Like, they try things to, like, make... To find out who they can... Where they can throw a ball to a certain guy. What, you know, what throw works and what throw doesn't work. So some of these things were... You know, Cam's gonna overthrow some people. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that doesn't shock me. Has it ever shocked any of us on any of that? No. You know, his completion percentage was up because he was throwing shorter passes right. last year, which I think he's going to do more of as well. But also with a little bit on the, the deep throws kind of going into it, but I don't take any stock into... Just would rather that. see him overthrowing than underthrowing <laughs> after certain I'd rather really see him hit the guy in the numbers, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's one, one thing we can all agree well, on. One thing that... I know, like, yeah, he's a he's a seasoned veteran, so this isn't his first rodeo in terms of sitting out camp or doing what you mentioned and just kind of lackadaisical uh, camp habits. I just don't want you you want. I mean, the the, pre, the preseason and the training camp is there to build habits for players. Now he's been in the league for eight years now. Coming off the surgery, you want to make sure that he's doing things to set himself up for the success in the Especially season. Especially a second surgery. Right. Just throwing shoulders. Yeah, shoulder. so you wanted, <laughs> you wanted to get in good habits early. Um, I, I'm To your earlier point about the backup situation, 
that's also pretty um, detrimental to us this year. I mean, it's his second surgery on his shoulder, on his shoulder arm, his throwing arm. Can't talk. Um, so you want to make sure that we're something if something happens to him that we're we've got a good backup plan in place. Woolgridge is not having a very good start to his bearded uh, Jesus. Steroid Jesus is he's had some trouble. I like Kyle Allen a lot. Uh, but he just seems more of a scrambler than he is more of a pocket passer, which uh, this guy's pros and cons. You've seen what's happened to some scramblers in the past, but I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see. I think Taylor Heineke is like that too, but yeah. I, I think that I do think that Kyle Allen could probably throw the ball a little bit better than mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke, but when you're having the argument of do you want Kyle Allen or Taylor Heineke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to throw it around? That's not the, that's I mean, not the conversation you want to have. I, yeah. Here's a fun thing. This is completely off note, but Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, or Nathan Peterman? Who who you guys want? Kyle Allen for sure. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would. I'm hopefully. I'm hopeful with that being the right answer. But as of right now, like, do we know that either of those guys <laughs> no. are? I mean, Nathan Peterman has played more NFL games than than either of those guys. So that's it's just a, throw that out. Do there. you want Nathan Peterman or Will Greer? I mean, I would like Will Greer because he's got you know an upside. We <laughs> took him in the third freaking round or fourth round, but um, I don't know. To be I mean, completely honest, if we were doing this, no politics involved, the Carolina Panthers should have Colin Kaepernick on their freaking football <laughs> team. I mean, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I, mean I I don't like him for you know just because of his, uh, his make his de- kissing his elbow and doing the and fake cam this, thing yeah, in, in the playoffs a couple know, of years I know, ago. I know. I mean, I personally don't really care about any of the politics on any of that, but I, I, I mean, the offense wouldn't change. We'd have a good backup. He's out there, just throwing it. I know, I know, Mac attacks talked about it. Just in case uh, Marty's listening. Yeah, or, just, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just all. Just in case Marty's tuning yeah, in, they're to, always throwing that out there, the just in case. I mean, you, know, but. you never know. I'm also interested to see the backup running back situation because, as it stands, ours pain looks okay. Um, Jordan Scarlett. Scarlett looks all right, and so does uh, Holyfield. Holyfield looks okay, too. Holyfield threw me off real hard in the first preseason game because I had seen a bunch of the Panthers like making the 53 documentary miniseries thing on Twitter, and he was wearing 33, and he comes out there and he's wearing 21. And threw yeah. me off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right, we signed Trey Boston. Yeah, Trey Boston Trey took Boston. his number. It's yeah. like, hey, bro, <laughs> yeah. give me that shit. That's my number. That's, that's modern NFL hazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's always fun, but I I couldn't tell you a thing about the the running backs. I think um, McCaffrey's three down back. That's what it looks like. Yeah, they gotta find ways to you know eliminate some of the hits that he's taking. Um, but there's a reason that uh, I was just listening to a podcast with Bill Simmons and Matthew Barry that he's number two in fantasy drafts boards. I mean, he's 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 godsend. He's the freaking man. <laughs> yeah, it's he's he's right behind uh, Saquon, who is just. Also, Godson. Can we talk about how much bigger he looks coming into this season? He does. He looks bigger. I think he's kind of looked a little bit bigger every year. Um, Muscle milk. Send something over to that boy, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Olivia Copa. Copa? Copa. Copa? Yeah. yeah, they were at, doing it, doing it they're at the John Mayer concert together in the press box when John Mayer was in Charlotte. Gravity. And Keekly's <laughs> got a girl, too, that were in the same press box with him. Really? Yeah. Not Olivia Culpo. No. <laughs> Apparently, Keekly's girl's a teacher in 
CMS. Yeah, well, he still has a flip phone, so. Yeah, he just seems like a good guy. They yeah. both do. They seem like great guys. He's a good Cincinnati boy. Yep, likes to go flying and fishing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his high school was a team that beat Independence. No, that was Kyle Rudolph's. No? Yeah. Well, actually, they might have been. I know Rudolph was on that team, but maybe it was the same team. St. Xavier? I think it was St. Xavier. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That could be wrong. Anyway, uh, go Reds. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, to fit that in, we will. Shameless plug. Shameless plug for all the baseball fans. But no, I I think that uh, the backup running back is... They'll figure somebody out. Somebody's going to get there. Um, Artist Payne. Yeah, it, you know, Scarlett's <laughs> definitely tried to beat out Cameron Artis Payne to back up Christian McCaffrey, but he still has to carry uh, Cameron Artis Payne's uh, pads after practice. As <laughs> <laughs> still a little bit of rookie hazing in there, man. I love that. Who does Artis Payne get any balls to say, hey, carry yeah, my hey, pads? Bro. Yeah, I'm gonna take your spot, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna carry your pads. I've got he probably doesn't even have to hit the shower. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> I've got 30 rushing yards in my career. <laughs> Fuck off. That's that's pretty much what he's saying there. Yeah, yeah, but no, I, I think the um, <laughs> that's uh definitely got to try to find. But they had the guy on the team last year, and they didn't freaking use him. So yeah. we'll see what they come out with. I would love to have a guy like a young. Um, I don't know enough, honestly, about any of them to talk about. I think Scarlett's a little bit more of a shifty back than mm. the other ones. If yeah. you guys correct me if I'm wrong. I know Holyfield is a, to be, but... you know, a little bit more. seems to be a little bit more of a bruiser from what I've seen. Yeah, I think he ran with a 4.6 or 4.7, 40. Yeah, he's more of a, like, Jonathan Stewart speed range and that kind of thing. I mean... Scarlett I seems to be catching more balls out of the backfield from the preseason games that I I've seen. I don't want any of those players taking more than three to five touches away from McCaffrey a game. Yeah, but if you can take a couple or, you know, two back. Honestly, I'm a big uh, Armagh guy, Alex Armagh. I like Armagh. I think they're going to run more two backs on that and let him be like that fullback tight end because the fullback seems to be coming back into the NFL. Everything's very cyclical. It is. It's it's interesting how these things. It's like clothes. Yeah. It all just. Yeah. Yeah. You get a trend for 10 years and disappears for 30 and then it rains and comes back. In five years from now, we'll talk about baseball, how bunting is back in. And how making pitchers great again will yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. Pitchers are so good, we have to bunt. Well, guys, uh, I mean, I think we talked about <laughs> the offensive side a lot. Yeah. You know, we gave up 27 points to the Bills uh, last week. Where do we stand on kind of some of the uh, defensive, uh, you know, defensive line, linebacker core is always solid in Carolina. But there's some changes there with our longtime veteran out. What are you guys seeing as far as... I'm freaking pumped. I don't think yeah. you can judge the Panthers' defense until Keekley's out there. Right, yep. right, right. Or that like Mario Addison plays more than like eight snaps, I think he played, or something like yeah. that last week. I don't... Um, Burns has looked good. Yeah, he does. He, he has looked good. I keep forgetting we have Bruce Irvin, but... I see. Yeah, I'm yeah, pumped. He has no publicity. Like, like, he's just in the shadows. It's like, oh, cool. We've been running out like these... Uh, you know, Julius Peppers at a thousand years old in the last couple of years. The skeleton just, of Julius Peppers. You know, we had a big game from F.A. Abada. And now it's F. like, F. oh, we bring in Bruce Irvin, who's like a legitimate outside rusher. Abada, big name on the Amazon documentary. Oh, he is. Yeah. I think everybody fell in love with that kid. Yeah. Well, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh, I don't know. I Defense, I think, secondary will be okay. Depend on the... 
It's always seems to be where it's we. Our, yeah, it's our Achilles heel. It is. Well, it took about three days in camp for them to realize that Rashad Golden is not a safety, um, or that they want to be playing heavy snaps out in, in safety. Um, it's interesting to me that they're trying Ross Cockrell out. out Coming there. off a torn ACL, right? Yeah, it's, that he's just now going to be a safety. Yeah, it's like he was going to be a starting outside corner until he. And that's what he was at Duke, too. Yeah. Because he was like that and for the Giants as well, yeah. is he not? Um, he played, did he play for the Bengals, too? I don't know if he ever played for the Bengals, but he definitely played for the Giants. That's his most recent team. He he was he's a good corner, um, tall, lanky, um, good athleticism. It's just, it's a tough transition, even though you do see more corners moving to the free safety. Like, look at... Uh, Tremont Williams up in Green Bay, he's done that. Um, Charles Woodson did that. The uh, Woodson thing was a... But he, yeah. I mean, that's, you're comparing someone to one of the greatest yeah. secondary I mean, players. I mean, one of the greatest DBs of all time. Yeah, the ball skills are a little bit different yeah. than the two of them. Um, it's, But it is one more, it, I have seen it, it has worked, it is possible. It's just, you've got to be a ball hawk and you've, You've got it. I don't know. I can't tell you per se. I haven't watched enough of Ross Cockle to, to know if he can make that transition. But nappy ass beard. Yeah, <laughs> that beard is. I mean, that beard is something. I, I salute that guy you know, for rocking that thing every day. Kid. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw the. You know, it was a big deal when we it signed him last year. He uh, he came back. He got because that's why I always. That's how I first saw it because he came back and got a haircut. Got his uh, beard trimmed a little bit. Fresh to death. Yeah. Hey, you look good. You play Get good. lined up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You look good. You play yeah. Good. I can't. I mean, I've got, you know, my beard's a little, it sticks out a little bit. Gets some, like, wild hairs. But that dude's beard just. Gnarly. Yeah. Salute to that guy. It's, I mean, it's out there. It's like a. You think he has something coming for him? Like, routinely? Yeah. I mean, he's got a beard comb. I'm sure he's out there combing, it, combing that thing. He's got a pick in it. Yeah. Solid. You don't pick your beard? I pick my beard. Do you? I brush it. I got uh, a little wooden I got, I got a brush. I got like a wooden really? brush. I do. Came with a beard kit. I don't have a brush. I got the, uh, brush. what is it, uh, beard growth? What's it called? You know, the, I don't the know. Try to get this. a plug in here. Yeah. What's the company? So, yeah. <laughs> Please send us money. Uh, beard club. Shout out to Botan Rice Candy. Yeah. <laughs> Please send us money. Send us if anyone <laughs> in the world hears that. So um, if you watched um, the Amazon documentary on the Panthers, you guys would have seen the Panthers practicing outside in all kinds of conditions. Mm. I mean, always in the rain. I, I couldn't tell you how many times we saw Ron Rivera in his big old raincoat with a scowl on his face. That dude scowls like the, <laughs> with the best. Of it. Yeah, he does. That dude. I mean, always he walks a around looking. He looking looking like a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying looking like a linebacker. Absolutely. Well, it was just announced uh, yesterday, August 29th, for those of you guys wondering what day I'm referencing. August 19th. Uh, Today's the 20th, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Long way about it. The, the Panthers practiced inside the bubble for the first time. The bubble. The bubble. Bubble I, boys. I love the bubble. <laughs> We're bubble Big boys. Big advocate of the bubble. Absolutely. So I, I don't know how this will affect any kind of – I mean, it's obviously – the players are going to like – Practicing in a bubble instead of being out in Charlotte in November when it's cold and rainy, right? Yeah, but it's only this is like a placeholder until the place in Rock Hill opens up in two years. So yeah, down so, goes Frazier. So short term, but hey. it's a good. It, it'll be I good mean, for a lot of different good. reasons. Yeah. It'll allow them to have you know 
walkthroughs and practices inside of that versus in situations where they would have to do um, yeah I mean find a secondary location yeah. you know, I know a big thing I don't really know a whole lot about what they do here in Charlotte as much as I know what they do at like Wofford but I remember many times you know being out of training camp where they would be resorted to literally doing a walkthrough at the Wofford gym. So I don't know, you know, exactly what they yeah. do, but I'm sure they find something For else sure. when it's in certain conditions. Um, but I mean, just yeah. think about like back when you played sports and if you played outdoors. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going through a gross for here. <laughs> I'm catching a second so, it's wave. It's okay, Craig. And once I if I hit six seven, I'm playing overseas somewhere. Anyways, imagine like think about when you played sports. If you were outside and it was raining. I mean, it sucked playing in the rain and practicing in the rain. Yeah, you weren't thinking about practice. Yeah, you were that. just like, screw this. Yeah, I don't want to do anything here. Like, let's just get inside. So but I, we hope they have a different approach. That's why we're not in the professionals, because... Uh, we don't want to practice. <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> That's not. Why. That's why we're sitting in a couch. Two of us are on a couch. One's on a chair. That's why it's three guys. And one a couch. couch. Uh, and a couch. Three guys, one couch. That's right. All right, Frank. Sorry about that. There's a little connotation to three guys, one couch. <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast, people. It's not that kind of podcast. Get your, your head out of the gutter. It can be that kind of podcast if you'd like. Just no. Let us, just let us know. No. Everybody tweet at Craig and tell him to not do that. What's your Twitter account, Craig? Craig um, that, A underscore Cook? That is correct. Yeah. Tweet at that guy and tell him he's a jack wagon. Default picture is JJ Reddick flipping the shocker. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on a little bit. Let's, uh, Tyler, what, what, what do we want to talk about? Well, I mean, if we kind of want to dissect uh, some of these upcoming games, regular season games for the Panthers, um, I just kind of wanted to get y'all's opinion on how are we feeling for this upcoming season. I know there's not a lot of you know, high expectations from the national media surrounding the Carolina Panthers, especially with Cam coming from surgery, so... You know, we uh, were... I actually just heard some good stuff on the Panthers. Have you? I'm actually pretty pumped about it, yeah. Um, Ringer, Who, Ringer, who was it? Ringer NFL Show. Mm. You guys follow it at all? It's, I like uh, the Ringer. They're cool. Yeah. Uh, right. What was it? Robert Mays and... Kevin... It's not Kevin O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor? It's Kevin O'Connor. No, Kevin O'Connor's more NBA. The NBA. NBA. Um, uh, I don't know. NFL. Danny Kelly? I'm not sure. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. I'm, I'm not entirely sure who it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were talking about how they, you know, had they had came down to Carolina to, to meet with the team and pretty excited about what they see, but, you know, can't be unhealthy and some of the additions that they had made. But uh, one of the big points, and we can kind of use this to almost, if you would like, almost even transition into the rest of the NFL, but talking about how difficult the NFC South is going to be looking at the Panthers, the Falcons, and the um, Saints. Almost, you know, they had mentioned almost the Saints being the last of what they're looking for on those particular teams with just some of the um, upgrades that the Falcons have made, right. both on their offensive line and some other places on their team to help protect Ryan, right. give him some more opportunities for more guys to get the ball out to, and some different things like that. Um, we're going to be beating the hell out of each other. So, Elaine, so that, that's kind of like the big thing that I, I've taken yeah. away. That we might be good, but it's, it's going to be difficult. Elena was hurt 
defensively last year. Up the middle, they Very they lost Neil, they lost Deion Jones, they lost one of their D linemen. I'm not sure if it was McKinley or somebody else in the D line they lost. And they also got rid of um, what's his name who came to Charlotte too, um, defensive line Poe. Poe also left. So they had they had. Who hasn't made much of an impact? Poe was probably not the biggest. But, but they had they, they lost had some in- bodies on the defensive side. And they got injured real quick last they year. They did. And they I know that hurt them early. Looking I mean, if you look at the Panthers' first I don't know, eight to ten opponents, I mean, we played Tampa Bay twice in the first seven games. Also <laughs> Looking on paper, we've got some cupcake games that if we can win, which is a very... What are you thinking about cupcake games? I mean, if you look at it, we... we, All right, so we open up with the Rams. Tough. tough. But then we we have Tampa Bay at home. Smack. We go to Arizona. Smack. We we go to Houston, which could be tough. Could be. Are you guys at all worried about the Bruce Arians regime coming into Tampa? I think so, with Jameis that could rejuvenate his career. I just, yeah. I think that, you know... Dirk wasn't the answer there. Oh, my God, no. That was terrible. They did not know how to utilize Jameis. Jameis is a good quarterback. I think he's got... I think he's a good quarterback. He's got talent. He makes some erratic throws. He makes some idiotically erratic throws. But... I, like, some bad throws. Yeah, bad decisions. You're, yes. Like, I don't think that's In ever... In supermarkets. Been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad decisions. But no, I don't. I don't necessarily know if that's ever going to come out of his game. But I think that they might be able to scheme a little bit more around it. Yeah, to where... I mean, they've got an all-pro receiver, and they've got a, mm-hmm. a star in the making tight end with OJ Howard. Yep. Um, running back, they're out, they're reaching. They don't have any good running backs. I mean, they O line. I've heard. I've heard a lot about again from I believe. It's all actually all the ringer, but two different sides. I was listening to, um, like I'd mentioned, um, Bill Simmons as with uh, Matthew Barry on the fantasy football side of things. ESPN's Matthew Barry, who we all know and love from his oh yeah large amounts of knowledge uh, on that on the subject, but also on you know listening to the other podcasts. Um, Mike Evans mm. could possibly. In that offense, just uh, you could see him very easily leading the league in receiving, which is scary because that dude, that if you look at underrated receivers in the NFL, to me, that dude should scare everyone. He just drops the ball a lot, a ton of drops. Yeah, a ton of drops. But his, I feel like he drops like the easy ones. But like if he just if they set up more for him to just go like deep and like just fade into the corner over the over the shoulder, he just does that every time. Godwin's the dude to watch out for because he is a problem, and they're gonna use him in the slot. And I think last year was his rookie year, I believe was last year was his rookie year, and he tore it up for the for Tampa. Yeah, okay, he's good. Thought you were getting really into uh, Godwin for the no, no, no. So we have so it's like he's been in the league a couple years. You know, I see where you're coming. We from have a, we have a bye week early. Just look at the schedule. Yep. Another one? Yeah, another yeah, early bye. Only one. week like three last year. Yeah, it was like week four last year. I think it was the earliest. I think it's week week six this year. Um, we have our first eight games. Our toughest opponent opponents going to be the Rams, and then after that, probably the Texans. We ha- we we're playing a bunch of teams that did not make the playoffs last year. The first eight. After yeah. that, we've got Green Bay and Lambeau. Yeah. Um, that's going to be the toughest game outside of the Rams for the, the first half of the season. If we can go into Lambeau 6-2, and 5-3, and three, we'll be sitting pretty. 
if you really want to take a look at the, because I've done this actually recently, um, look at New Orleans. Let me just tell you New Orleans who they have the first four weeks of the season because they've got a tough schedule. They open up, um, they open up at home with Houston, and then they go to LA to play the Rams. They go to Seattle to play the Seahawks, and then they play Dallas at home. That's tough. That's a gauntlet to start the that season. That is tough. That's and I love gauntlet. to hear that. I know. Saying, I love to hear Drew that. Drew Brees is old. They lost Mark Ingram. They just overpaid uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees and go. Their offensive line is sketch. Their defense is always suspect. They got Cameron Jordan. Their secondary is good. They got Marshawn Lattimore, the beast. But I but think they do have Kamara. They they have Kamara, but he's going to be their guy. Do you guys and also, everybody will guys, know that? Do you guys yeah. feel that it is a significant downgrade for them to move from what was Mark Ingram and Kamara to now Latavius Murray? Yeah, and Kamara. I Ingram's, feel like Ingram's, Ingram's much much better than Latavius. Yeah, Ingram Murray. was. I feel like he was undervalued there. They gave him the rock, but he was he was on such a short leash for some reason. But he was used kind of more like a modern NFL running back to where like once he kind of hit like when he figured out how his career kind of once he kind of hit his peak of his career and just kind of you know because at the beginning he was a little it was a little bit slow to get going, but once he kind of got going, they used him almost as like a we're gonna ride you real hard, but then we're gonna give you a big break. Yeah. And keep you fresh, but have like we're never gonna ride you too hard. But like in stints where you're real hot, we'll ride you mm-hmm. and then switch it off and back. And I feel like he's gonna. I think him and Lamar are gonna do wonders in Baltimore. Yeah, he could be. Is, are, are, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but are they looking at him like to almost be like, listen, we've seen what you've done in those stints, and like we're gonna belk out. I think so. They also had the kid, the rookie last year. I can't remember his name, who came on strong for the end of the year too with Lamar, but. That offense is going to be. I think they'll be good in Baltimore. They're going to be power, power, power. Just run, run, run. Well, it's power and speed with their quarterback. Yeah, and I mean, the defense is strong too. It's looking at like Damn. you know when you see the, you know, there's two different types of really hard play action in the NFL. Where you're looking at guys like, we'll go Aaron Rodgers, where he's doing a hard play fake, and then throwing versus like you know a guy who might not throw as much, but he can run hard with Lamar. You have to, every play action Lamar does out of the shotgun, you have to literally take it as, as significant as an Aaron Rodgers play fake because he can run. Like he, it's almost like you know, you, you know he's probably going to hand it off a run, but then he can just throw it in there every once in a while and mm-hmm. switch it up because you have to take him as an accountable as a runner, which is... Difficult, which can help, I guess, help him make it yeah. maybe be a better thrower. I don't. So they, they, I know Lamar has apparently been looking really good throwing the ball. Uh, of course, it's training camp in yeah. preseason, but again, you know, anybody can look good yeah. out there. Unless you're god awful terrible in preseason games in two consecutive heavy rep preseason games, I don't care. Yeah, who do we know that's done that? Uh, Chris Winky, maybe. <laughs> Chris Weekie. No, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think that, you know, I read, saw somewhere where, like, a... um, You know who hasn't looked bad? Daniel Jones. (laughs) Let's switch to that. (laughs) He has not. He looks all right. He's been taking some heavy heat this week. Yeah, he has. What are your thoughts on Daniel Jones? Craig, for those who don't know, is a Giants fan, as well as a G-Man! I'm a big Daniel Jones fan. 
Really? Um, yeah, I think he's going to be good. Um, he. This is by Craig's also a Duke fan, too. So, let me break yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah, so, just really? I mean, come on, just tell it to come him. Come on. Just heavy bias. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, take it for what you want. He, but he also down. knows more. This is all so, knowledge, anybody too. who has been criticizing, let me say this. 95% of the people who have criticized Daniel Jones never watched him take a snap at Duke. How many people are watching Duke football on a Saturday afternoon? Maybe not. You. But yeah, because I think we're some, an ABC I, country, baby. I think some of these people may or may not have gone back and watched the film. So the thing is, the, <laughs> the kid was a... So he registered his freshman year. They might not have watched it on ESPN, too, well, but they watched the film. So, so he, was, he registered his freshman year. He started all three years after that. Now, he did come out early. He did take Thomas Sirk's job, which led Sirk to go to ECU and start for ECU as a graduate transfer. Little little fact there. So he took Sirk's job. Anyways, that turned out well for Duke. Yeah, it turned out very well for Duke. <laughs> for Not those, so much for, those, for us for those, Pirates. For but. those who don't know, by the end of that season at ECU, Thomas Sirk was playing tight end. Yeah, with... Gardner Minshew was... Yeah, Gardner Minshew, which... Went up we're to, not going yeah, to get too into the ECU. That's, uh, that's Mike Houston, baby. Um, so, Jones, so Jones is a three-year starter at Duke. Um, took them to back-to-back bowl game wins, MVP of both those bowl game wins. Was a even starter pretty much at Duke. 17-18, um, I believe, was his, his record as a starter. However, <laughs> you know it off the top of your head, dude. I'm telling you, wow. So, so the, seventeen and eighteen, or seventeen and nineteen, because I've seen it over this all this so, Baker Mayfield. So the thing is, he he was playing with three star recruits at Duke. Like, yeah, the receivers on the That's outside fair. are not making plays that anybody at these prime time schools are having. He also is a one thousand yard rusher at Duke, and he had about twenty season or career career. Okay, about twenty touchdowns rushing. You know, Tom, isn't Tom Brady a Thousand-yard rusher, and it fell over like yeah. eighteen years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now he also was about he had eighty-five hundred passing yards or so. He makes good throws. He got a good arm. He like I said, two consecutive winning seasons at Duke. He all he did was study under Cutcliffe, who is traditionally known as a quarterbacks coach. Yep. Under the tutelage of the Manning brothers, I think he's got good decision making. Um, I think when he's in the league, he's going to be – he'll make good plays. Um, you can't argue the stats. I mean, everything – all these professional pages, you want to call them professional, I, I mean, where are they judging off of? They do get paid, which makes them professionals. But, yeah. They're judging off the caliber of the school. Hey, I think, and that's what Baker went to. That's what it is. Yeah. I agree. It, it, it's – until he plays, and he's not going to have meaningful games at the start. I mean, who right. knows? Because it's still an Eli's team. As soon as Beard Club gives us money, <laughs> we'll be professionals. Yeah, let me, please, Beard Club, if you're out there, just give us a chance. It's your boy. Um, I think Jones is going to be a good quarterback. Be on the lookout for our Patreon page. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to prove some people wrong. I mean, so? he's got the prototypical Manning-built... Cutcliffe, yeah. six foot I mean, six. hanging out with the Mannings and Cutcliffe. I don't know. He's, you know, we'll see. He should be a good quarterback. So I that's mean, all I'm I personally say. think that Gettleman's not an idiot. He holds a grudge more than anyone in, I've ever seen as a GM hold a grudge, which will allow him to make some stupid trades and cuts. Mm. 
But he has never really, well, depending on what you want with Vernon Butler Jr. That, but that was a late. He kind of reached a little bit on a yeah, possible so, talent yeah. on, on that kind of side. But yeah. high in the draft, did he make any mistakes as a Panthers GM? High in the first round? He, he made mistakes in this later in the draft, but like when you're looking at prototypical guys that you cannot miss on, he really hasn't missed on anybody yet. So maybe he knows something we don't know. I don't know. He's got athleticism. He's got a great running back now in the backfield with him. Terrible offensive line. Terrible, they're terrible, but they're young. But what if they get better? You can only assume they get better, right? Their defense, what if they, their come, out of, what if they come out of nowhere and maybe somehow they're good? I don't know. I mean, did the Panther, do we ever expect to see Andrew Norwell do what he did? Do we ever expect for... Um, no, um, we don't. What's the... I'm completely drawing a blank uh, on the uh, Ole Miss... They made a movie. Greg Little. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Michael Ward. Michael Ward. Yeah, he led us to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he can't read. (laughs) (laughs) You're correct. (laughs) Uh All right. With the dig at Ole Miss, too. So with... uh, His brain did explode a little bit. Yeah, he was on a lot of medication. Baker Mayfield in the news about all this today. Yeah. I know Menzer came walking in here saying he has... uh, He's fired up. He woke up feeling dangerous, and he's ready to talk about Baker Mayfield. I am ready to talk Baker freaking Mayfield. Here's my theory on this, guys. Love Baker Mayfield. Like the talent. Mm-hmm. Why is everyone just acting like this is a like the Browns are back? Browns are freaking the next. They're going to be great. Like I get that he was pretty good with Freddie Kitchens as an offensive coordinator last year. What if Freddie Kitchens is a terrible? Head coach. Yeah. What if it doesn't work? Like, I know it's going to be very hard because he's got Odell Beckham. But and where's Jarvis. this whole thing? Yeah, and Jarvis. Jarvis is pretty good. As especially he's all right. He screwed me on a couple Dude, fantasy he, He's, like, leading teams. the NFL in receptions in the last few years. Yeah, but, like, Christian McCaffrey had 107 receptions last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all like, intermediate routes. If you run intermediate routes in today's NFL, you can catch them all. Hundred times, easy. easy yeah. yeah, like, yeah. It's because you know. they have a quarterback. That's the reason why. Yeah, because yeah. That's like the piece that, uh, to them that they've been missing for the last seventy years. But what if they don't have a quarterback? He's hasn't won any games. I mean, against good teams, what's his record? One and five on the road last year. You win on you. You can't win a Super Bowl. That's, with one and five. He was. I want to know overall as a as a quarterback. He was six and seven. And he's, I mean, he's been making, this isn't the first comment he's been publicly made. He blew about Duke Johnson. He didn't even defend Duke Johnson. you got to question his leadership at this point. I don't, like, I get, like, I like, I agree, but also disagree on the leadership side of things. Like, I think, like, this has always been my defense of Cam Newton on these things is where, like, leadership to me at the quarterback position in the NFL is all your guys running through a brick wall for you. And I think they... For the most part, we'll probably do that for yeah. Baker. Yeah, but like, if things start to go sideways, what if it doesn't work? Like, nobody has talked about like, what if this doesn't work? But I feel like Cam's the type of quarterback that will take responsibility and take Cam the does. guy under his wing. You know, but yeah. like, that's my. Bad. I've never, like, I've never seen he's Cam not throw someone under the bus. Throw someone who like you're either on the bus or you're gone because this bus is going somewhere. Well, if the bus isn't going anywhere, yeah. right? It's going to the next stop. Well, is... they're six and ten this year. Yeah. 
What does that look? What if he regresses like many quarterbacks do in their second year when defenses are like, because these defensive guys are smart. And they, they got a year of film on, on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, what if it doesn't work? Then you've got Odell crying. I, and what if, and that's the other thing, too. What if, especially with Odell coming out and saying that the whole thing with the Giants, that wasn't a. Um, it wasn't a business decision. Business it was, it was emotional. Personal. Yeah, they, is his the quote word. was, they sent me here to die. Yeah. What if he goes there, they're 0 and 3, or they're 1 and 4. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. They're getting off to a slow Rough start. start. And he starts, you know. His antics. Fighting with. Nets again. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what then? Hey, well, at that point, they've got a problem on their hands. Like, I'm not one to, you know, with, you know, with having defended Cam Newton for so long with what Cam Newton has been, you know, because he sulks. He doesn't, you know. Sulks. Towel over the head. Mm-hmm. You name it, it's been said about him. But, like. They've got a tough schedule. He isn't going around and doing what Baker's been doing and like I don't have any issue with anything that Baker's been doing but I just thought it was a cheap shot I mean to take a shot of the kid that doesn't have any NFL snaps and uh, you know I just stay stay in your lane Baker you worry about your team he's too comfortable too early yeah he's he's feeling himself which I don't mind yeah he's got some swag I like that feeling dangerous yeah you need the pedigree but he's He's feeling himself, but he he's hasn't earned the up. right. He's not. He's not a Tom Brady out here. He's not a Peyton. Man. I mean, and, and those guys would never say yeah, those kind of comments. Maybe this is good for the game. Maybe it's what the NFL wants. A bad guy. Yeah. They need a villain. Yeah, we don't have a villain. You yeah. know, so maybe that's good for the game. But Pacino, I'll be. Yeah, I'll be the bad guy. Yeah. So <laughs> looking at the schedule, they open up at ten. Or they open up with Tennessee, which is a playoff team last year. Yep. Yeah, we'll see how they Pretty do. Pretty good defense. Um, out there. They then go to the. Play the Jets, which is uh, see how Donald does in the second year in Le'Veon. Then they have the Rams at home. Then they go to Baltimore, which is a tough in division game. God, these Rams need to stay east. Uh, stay west. I know. I know. You, you've mentioned the same. They're coming over, us. man. I know. Stay um, on your side in the Mississippi. Then, yeah. Then they play the 49ers, which they're going to be okay this year. It's a that's a prime time game. But then they have two get two consecutive games: the Seahawks and the and the Patriots. Tough. That, those are two tough games. Um, I mean, you could look at this Browns' first six games and think there's a possibility that they're 3-3. Three, three. And we've heard, you know, once the Odell trade went down, immediately Browns Super Browns, Bowl yeah. contenders. When they North. Get out of here. I mean, I think Baltimore has definitely positioned themselves to win that conference with the you, I mean, they have the firepower, the Browns do. I mean, they've got a great, they got a team. great offense. It's a weaker division. The Bengals are going to be down. Yeah, the Bengals are suck. AJ Green's hurt. Bengals are trash. Um, they might be the worst team in the NFL. I won't go that far. Shout out Cincinnati. Um, I respect it, but I think they're going to be awful. Completely biased here on that <laughs> one. Um, just trying to support my fellow Cincinnatians. Um, Skyline. Skyline, Skyline man. Also, but if you want to sponsor. Yeah, please. <laughs> Send us money, please. Um, but the, the Ravens, I mean, you never really know what they're going to be with mm-hmm. Lamar and where Lamar's at in his progression. But I, don't, I wouldn't count out the uh, the Steelers. It's got to be Juju. This is Juju. The thing with the Steelers is they open up at, in New England, which can be a disaster. Um, you know Tom Brady hates Ben Roethlisberger. 
Uh, you you can you can only assume they they probably have like a mutual respect. But Tom Brady's dominated Big Ben. It's really like easy to hate Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, he's not a very likable person. Yeah, my mother is a Miami Ohio graduate, and I've never had a problem with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Yeah. He just has some questionable antics. Mostly, True. mostly in bathrooms with women yeah. that may or may not be consenting. <laughs> Hopping on motorcycles. Yeah. 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 No means yes. Throws everyone under the bus. Speaking of uh, somebody that should be wearing a helmet while riding a motorcycle or any kind of vehicle, what's Antonio Brown doing with this whole helmet situation out in Oakland? I'm so freaking tired. Are they? In I think everybody's tired. Are they in Oakland? He, no, nah. LA they, now, aren't they? They no, Las Vegas. They will be in Las Vegas, Vegas next year. But where are they playing this year? Same place. They're in the Coliseum. They're in the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I think we're all tired of hearing it. At, at some point, you play in the NFL. He filed a second grievance. Yeah. Why? I. Why is he so obsessed with his, his helmet? Is <laughs> this helmet a good luck charm? I don't know, but Mike Mayock pretty much said, like, get off the sidelines if you're not going to play. Oh, he walked out on practice today. That's so, like. He, he went out for team stretching. Did his stretches right when coach blew the whistle to put the pads and helmets on. He he was spotted and filmed walking into the practice facility out there. He's got Hard a hearing gold. scheduled for Tuesday. Hard yeah. Knocks gold. They are, HBO is loving all of this going on right now. You think While HBO's... Gruden is about to have a hernia. <laughs> He's got a vein popping in That's So just even think about that and the senior leadership there. They have two ESPN like personalities running their team, yeah. And what you can it sort of expect something like this to happen, yeah. But it's just it's amazing because you want to take Antonio Brown's side with the whole Big Ben saga just for reasons we just established with Big Ben. But now it's just like, what if Antonio Brown's the guy who caused all the drama in Pittsburgh with all this going on? It's kind of hard. I gave to up Big on Ben it. secretly he, smirking with that uh, Kermit the Frog cup yeah. of tea, saying. <laughs> I told you. Enjoy. Yeah. I mean, have called, fun. He called out Juju on Twitter, like on social media. And that was so uncalled for. It was. Juju's great. Juju. All Juju was doing was be like, hey, man, I respect your game. You got any pointers for me? No, I'm. Yeah, yeah but most oh, recently. Oh, a different one? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Oh, I, I even missed that one. Yeah, I'm talking because, about that one. No, because he was like named the MVP of the team or whatever. Somebody designated him MVP, Juju MVP of like the year for this last season. And Antonio Brown, like, posted some snarky comment on it. Like, I can't quote specifically what he said, but he was pretty much saying, like, you give this guy, like, the MVP of the season. It's like, dude, it's your fellow receiver. <laughs> like, he's in yeah. field with you every I, day. I it's think, like you one of your boys. I think Antonio forgot about teammate. It's all about Antonio Brown. Which is another thing with the receivers. That's how they're supposed to be built, I, like I, the diva. But it's just I like, can understand Gruden's probably not sleeping at night. How does this come in, new receiver, new team? How is Carr feeling about this? I mean, you got to know he's <laughs> secretly like, dude, it's a helmet. Let's go. Yeah. De- uh, I almost said it's Derek. I almost said David, David Carr. Derek. Oh, that's a, that's yeah. another tough. <laughs> Panthers, that's PTSD right yeah. there. David Carr. <laughs> Carolina Panthers legend David yeah. Carr. Um, two gloves. Yeah, two gloves. <laughs> Madden. The worst. I hate the two gloves. Yeah. He looked like a Madden creative player. Yeah. But, um, 
Like that was that was exactly what he looked like when he played for the Panthers. But um, what a swag! I think Carr, Derek Carr, is just he's just trying to keep his job, man. He's they had a pay, tough couple of years too. Yeah. They paid him, and I don't think he's that good. No, and he needs these guys to make him look better. They're he gonna, needs Antonio. They're going to be starting a rookie running back too, who looks okay, but. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch did not work out for them. No. no. Doug Martin's on that roster, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the muscle hamster. Are they not are they starting the muscle hamster? No, they're starting Josh Jacobs, who's going to be... I think he'll be good. They're just going to feed him the rock. Um, that's a tough situation. I'm so glad Carolina didn't bite on Antonio Brown, because I would not want to be dealing with that headache right now. No. Absolutely screw that. It's too much negative. I think we're all on a heavy screw that situation, but it's great for HBO, so everybody tune in. HBO, if you want to throw some money HBO, if you're listening as well, (laughs) please. Comes on tonight. I know I will definitely be tuning in. I got to see what's going on out there. We'll check it out. Um, Other news, what what are we looking at, Tyler? Jalen, Cowboys. Jalen Smith got paid. 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 Big boy money, cash. And, uh, you know, the Cowboys, it always seems like they're in a reality TV show every summer. Um, you know, with Jerry always commenting and Zeke's been in the news. and You know, but Jalen Smith got paid and uh, it, was a, it was a big deal uh, for his bank account for yeah. sure. Guaranteed yeah. money, too. That's right. Yeah. And good for him, too. I remember seeing him get hurt at Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah, I mean, it was a bowl game. Or it was a playoff. State. It was a playoff, wasn't it? Or was it a bowl game? It was a bowl game. Was Neither of those teams made the playoff that year. Um, it was an interesting game with uh, Joey Bosa also getting thrown out at the beginning of the game for yeah. targeting. But That's... I feel – I'm happy for him. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, he's played – I just saw come across the uh, the ticker. He's played in every game since uh, he missed his rookie year. They've so, got a good defense, a really good defense. Um, Sean Lee's healthy, then they're – their secondary is good. Yeah, so they could, you know, they could be good. Um, Vanderesh. The Zeke Elliott thing is going to be interesting. Demarcus Lawrence. You cannot, you cannot pay him thirty million dollars. If they get their, the Cowboys could host a playoff game this year. Potentially a. I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at their schedule, but their defense is strong. The offensive line is elite. I mean, what I do you, what do you think of Dak? What do you think about Dak? That's kind of. I don't I believe in Dak. I think. He, I heard somebody um, on national radio just pretty much comparing every quarterback to Zach or to Dak and wh- who he would take over Dak. He list, he said that he would take at this point Dak over Cam, which kind of irritated me. Wow, um, that is ridiculous. But I mean, injuries maybe, but like I, Dak I, doesn't have it. I mean, he's living in a small space can be tricky. He hasn't so done well. Um, <laughs> he has a little sound in the background there. It's just our preparation that we've done. Sorry about that, folks. It's called research. <laughs> it's called research, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> um, I don't believe in Dak. I think I, 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 I've got equity in Zeke just because he's on my fantasy team. So <laughs> I really want the situation to to work itself out. But you're right. You can't pay. You can't pay Zeke thirty mil. Um, and we're talking yearly on this, folks. This that's is, a ton of money to pay a running back. That's that's quarterback money. You can't do it. I don't care how good they are. I, I I'm not a firm believer in Dak. I think he hasn't proved himself. I mean, when you're behind the top three offensive line each year, 
he should have opportunities to make throws. Now, he hasn't had too many good receivers. I mean, he had Dez, but Dez was a head case. He's got Mark Cooper now, who looked really good last year. Um, they've got three important positions to account for, and three of the, your most important positions on the offensive side, arguably, that they have question marks at now with, with contract negotiations. So if they, if they work itself out, I think they are a surefire playoff team. Um, it's, I don't believe in Jason Garrett either. I think Jason no. Garrett is... When is he, when is he worn out he's his not, time in He Dallas. hasn't proved himself. Um, but it, there's a lot of question marks, but this is how the Cowboys always are. A lot of talent, it's just, for some reason, they're cursed. Like the Yankees, they're cursed too. That's a new story. I get into that. <laughs> we'll save that for October. Yeah. Mm. We'll make this a baseball podcast in October. We'll make the transition. We'll do both. A little baseball Switch talk. hit. Three guys in a couch. Three guys in a couch. Do it all, baby. <laughs> yeah. Switch hitting like smoke <laughs> Um, Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what, what the Cowboys situation is. It's it's tough. And it's tough when your owner talks as much as um, Jerry does because he keeps putting his foot in his mouth. And um, it'll be interesting to see. Because, I mean, honestly, if they want to, they can just tell Zeke that if you want to play football in the next two years – you have to come to us because he's under contract. Right. I mean, it's it is what it is for them. So um, we'll we'll kind of see. Uh, I definitely think there's some other interesting uh, NFL quarterback talk, though. Yeah, which brings me to my next point. Uh, Menzer has also had a bug in his ear about Kyler Murray. You got anything to say about Kyler? I have a lot to say about Kyler. <laughs> um, I think that it's an interesting. Interesting scenario with him. I think that um, he's listening to fantasy football, and Matthew Berry put him as a top eight fantasy quarterback. And you know, I don't know if that means equates into winning or anything. Um, he did not look good in his uh, preseason debut. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll, I mean, I think that's again to the Baker thing. He's just kind of getting lumped into the Baker and you know, everyone likes their short quarterback that can move around a little bit. He is really short. Um, I think it all kind of comes back to Kingsbury. Like, what do you guys think about that situation? What, I think he's just good looking and got a job because his looks. <laughs> I mean, he had a he had Mahomes, which is which isn't a bad argument. But See, other than that, he, he also anything. had Baker. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He did. Now, now Mahomes is a quarterback that if if he wanted to talk, he's one of the only guys. He I, over over Mayfield, he's a guy. That can talk after a season like he had last year. I mean, just kind of crushed it all yeah. around. Cannon arm. Mm-hmm. Accuracy was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he was bes- – I couldn't find anything wrong with him he besides may- his voice. He made yeah. – sounds like, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. He does. He made his team better. Like, the throws he made made them – he made he made them better. Um, I love – I absolutely – Love Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is going to be fantastic. Um, Kyler Murray is electric. He is a dynamite player. He's got a great running back with him that can do anything that he wants him to do. He was so bad last year. I had him out of fantasy. He, 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 yeah, well, he got hurt, too. And who team. does he have throwing the ball? I mean, Sam Bradford is a quarterback. Ew. I think Kyler Murray is going to be electric. Mostly Josh Rosen. They, they put Josh Rosen in. 
What do you guys think about Josh Rosen? I think he's trash. Yeah. I'm with I'm with Craig. He's in Miami. What are they? They actually I think Miami is the worst team in the NFL. I think it'll be Miami, and then it'll probably be Cincinnati. I like Miami taking that flyer on him though, because if it works, great. If it doesn't, then yeah, just start over. Who yeah, I mean, they have nothing to lose. I, a third round pick, yeah, or something, something like that. Something light. I think Kyler's gonna be spectacular. He's got a fantastic arm. He can make throws. He's fast. He's bringing that college offense to the NFL. That's what the teams are doing yeah. now. Is their O line gonna be able to protect him? Probably not. They've got DJ Humphreys back, uh, like at left tackle. Char- another Charlotte kid. There you go. Um, could also, he could also be a uh, Russell Wilson like running around kind of training yeah, offense that way. He could. I just think he's a better. I think Russell Wilson's good. Yeah. He, he's a good decision maker too. I did also notice that uh, in their preseason game, they were running Demir Bird out there as a starter. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah, they were. I mean, Fitzgerald's on his way out. He came back to play with Kyler, but other than that, Christian Kirk, who's another good, he'll be. I think he's going to be good. He's in the second year at A and M. Um, I think Murray's going to be a baller. I have big expectations for Kyler. I think they're going to. I think he's similar in fashion to Russell. I guess that's the only quarterback you can compare him to. But um, I think he has a, a, a good year. I think he's going to be a, a good fit out there with Kingsbury. Yeah, I agree. Well, we got one more guy we want to talk about before we get out of here, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Love Jimmy G spot. Is he done with the Jimmy porn sauce? Jimmy G spot is my guy. Jimmy G spot. I, I didn't even know. Uh, I I feel bad for him after last night, but like you said before, it's a preseason game. Yeah. Jimmy G is a stud. Before he got hurt, he was tearing it up last year, and they got Tevin. On Col- and off and the they've field. got Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's sneaky good. George Kittle is an All Pro tight end. Um, won me my fantasy league last year. Was a big contributor to that. Um, someone dropped him. Christian actually dropped him in like the third, like after the third game, scooped him up. Um, I love that offense. Not I think, a smart move, Christian. Um, um, Marquise Goodwin's fast on the outside. Dante Pettis is back after the second year. He'll be good. Defense is okay. They've got some young pieces on the D line. Buckner's okay. Armstrong's okay. Their linebacks are sketch. They have Richard Sherman on the. the you think this is a make or break year for Sh- Shanahan? <sighs> Yeah, they've got Lynch. Is it Lynch? No, who's in GM out there? Lynch. Is it Lynch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's on. He's on the clock. But I think be, they brought Lynch in too on a six-year deal. So it is. Well, I think I think Shanahan's on the clock for sure. He hasn't. I mean, he just hasn't done it yet. But you got to think like they are in a conference with Seattle and the Rams now too. Which is tough. I don't know how much slack you can cut a guy, but your starting quarterback is hurting you throughout Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard as your quarterback last year. I mean, you, you start a guy from old or Southern Miss who comes in and his first game's a Monday night game. I mean, that's... <laughs> Terrified, that, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, he performed well, but it's not Jimmy G. Um, I, think, I think they'll be okay. I think... If they go anywhere, if they don't win more than six games this year, I think he's gone. I think that um, my only big takeaway on that is I don't know whether he would be gone or not. Could be interesting to see. I tend to agree with you on that. But my big thing is the five interceptions in practice. Not a good look. No. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, 
he might be trying something weird, trying to see where he can throw the ball for people. People yeah. throw interceptions in practice. That's why it's practice. They're practicing things. They uh, said it best. When you, yeah. <laughs> but when you're when you know you're the starting quarterback, you can play around. It's like we mentioned earlier. It's like a freaking uh, pitcher in spring training working on one particular pitch. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be okay. Yeah. It'll be a fun season. It will be a very fun season. I'm excited for the NFL. And college. We'll and talk college. some college football on this one as well. Um, Looks like kind of going can, forward, yeah. we're going to dive pretty hard into, uh, I think, uh, NFL. Um, obviously, once basketball gets around, we may, we you know, might get to uh, talk about where we think about the Hornets. and um, mm. Go back and That's listen tough. to the old Tank Awakens and yeah, see how right we were with that. That was brutal. It's tough to see. Absolutely. Uh, we were very right with where that organization was going to go. and Curtis Polk. Curtis Polk. We need to do some fantasy football, too. Yeah. I'm very excited for fantasy football. We'll talk some of that coming up soon. But we're going to do this at least weekly, maybe bi week or twice a week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, coming up, we, uh, we got Thursday, the 29th, NFL preseason. Panthers play the Steelers, so... We'll be uh, breaking down that game after that's done and just uh, be on the lookout for uh, updates from us on um, First Ballot Sports, as always brought to you by First Ballot Sports. Mm-hmm. Menzer, you want to plug that information there? It's called First Ballot Sports. <laughs> Botan Rice Candy. Botan Rice Candy. Come on. We've been loyal to you yeah. for a couple <laughs> years now. <laughs> um, but no, we, will be, we are looking for some sponsors. Um, if anybody wants to, feel free to email uh, uh, tankawakens at gmail.com if you have any interest in that. Just a shameless plug. But uh, be looking out for some other stuff. Um, race Day Wrap-Up, go check that out. Andrew Brooks is doing this thing. It's really mm-hmm. good stuff for you NASCAR fans out there. Absolutely. And yeah. you can get this podcast on what Twitter feed? Uh, I'll be putting it out um, on mine. I am Andrew Menzer at The Real Men's, as well as I'll drop it on the... Uh, Tank Awakens at the Tank Awakens Twitter feed as well uh, for you to check it out. Um, we'll get back into more on the One Men's Media uh, uh, Instagram account as well. So be on the lookout for all those things. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for coming out. This was a good first, good first one. In yeah. The books. Yeah. We gave it a whirl. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right, guys. Be easy. Shit. Botan Rice Candy. Love you. Tom. See why I did a game. TV eat em up. Uh. Gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle, saying bitch. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. That's my hustle, saying bitch. I gotta get it. I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition I gotta get it, I gotta get it, that's my hustle's ambition I'm blowing vicious ever, we hear my thoughts blowing No type of beef, I